Good morning. Happy 2019. It is about 9.21 in the morning on, uh, let's say, what day is this? Probably January 9th. This is my first recording of the year. I started this back in, I think, October of 2015. Uh, so, this year will be four, I guess, if we make it to the end of the year. And uh, 2019 is shaping up to be a year with uh, some promise in it. And uh, uh, I'm speaking microcosmically, obviously. There's, there's loads of promise in every year uh, because of who Jesus is and, and uh, the things that he has promised for us <clears throat> that we all uh, rarely agree on. Rarely agree on what those are, but, but hey, it's, uh, it was an interesting end to last year. Some good things, some, personally speaking, some, some not so good things. Um, but that year is done, and uh, in more ways than one, we are entering kind of a fresh new season here, and so, yeah, I'm, uh, I will kind of fill you in. I, I'm sorry I haven't posted podcasts uh, because of how crazy the end of last year was. <clears throat> um, I generally have two weeks off uh, Christmas and New Year's um, and last year I had several uh, concerts uh, that I had to get ready for right up to Christmas between especially uh, November and December I think I had maybe four different performances and then I had a wedding to perform which was to be on the 23rd the day before Christmas Eve and uh, it's a wedding that that um, of two people that are that uh, are very dear and very close to me one of whom I baptized and, and one of one of whom I've, I've been uh, both partnering in business with uh, and discipling as well um, she gathers with us, well, they both gather with us um, in our home, and uh, <clears throat> they met through us, through my wife and I. We sort of introduced them and, and uh, suggested them as a match, and, and it worked. They, they got married, and so I was to perform the wedding on the 23rd, and just a couple days before, let's, let's back up just a bit, so... That the uh, 23rd was a Sunday, and uh, my last Wednesday, the, the, you know, today's Wednesday, so my last day of Wednesday work would have been something like, oh, man, it's really windy today. Apologize if that wind is getting you. I'm about to turn the. Yeah, I haven't done a podcast in a while, so I can make sure I've got this set up well. Sorry about that. You are going to hear a lot of extra wind today. I can't do anything about that. <clears throat> so let's see, 23rd, let's count back 22nd, 21st, 20th, maybe the 18th uh, would have been a Wednesday. And on that day, 
Um, my my two daughters who live in Hawaii together uh, were to fly in for the wedding and for for Christmas <clears throat> on that Friday, which would have been the twenty first. And so on the on the wait, that was the twenty first. So twenty first, twentieth. So sorry, the nineteenth. So Wednesday, the nineteenth of December. So on that day, I have to go out as I do now, and, and I'll, I will post a podcast eventually that I recorded that day, I'm sure, uh, <clears throat> which will be on Advent, and it's so far past Advent, it's not advantageous. Wow. Of course, that's advantageous. Anyway, um, <clears throat> something happened that day. Both my wife and I forgot something that day. Uh, I think we both forgot our wallets as we went to different places. We both forgot something that day. I can't remember exactly what it was, but I think it was our wallets. Um, and then that day I got I got paid. I get I get paid uh, once a month. For the tuition of uh, the afternoon classes that I teach on Wednesday at this location, uh, and I got paid that amount of money, and I had the envelope with the cash in it. Uh, and so I was leaving that place around, you know, a little bit after five, maybe five fifteen or five twenty, and I drove home as as I always do. And I, I got, I was getting, picking up some groceries, and so I stopped and realized I didn't, not only did I not have my wallet, which I had realized earlier that day, <clears throat> I also did not have that envelope with the cash in it that I could have used. And so I had no money whatsoever, no credit cards, nothing. So I couldn't get the groceries I was going to on that day. <laughs> so, alright, that's, that's kind of how it started. And then on Thursday, you know, I had, I had to, I, had, I think I had to go roast coffee, uh, which is another part-time job that I do. And then I had to, uh, teach a class, which I did. Uh, and we had a Christmas party and I kind of had Christmas parties on that Wednesday too with the kids. And, and then on Friday, well, all this time I'm preparing what I'm going to say for the wedding and trying to get ready for all that stuff. On Thursday night, we gathered together for the last week of Advent. And then on Friday, I had to drive to pick up my daughters at the airport while my wife was busy decorating <clears throat> for the wedding and also preparing a bridal shower for the bride that was to happen that night. So I... Uh, do some stuff that morning. I think I go shopping, maybe at Costco. Oh, yeah. So I went, I wasn't feeling well. Uh, already by that time, I was feeling a little poorly. Had kind of a headache, kind of a sore throat, you know, like a, like a cold was coming on. Uh, but there was just too much to do. I really didn't slow down and take, take much note of it. I just tried to muscle my way through it. So I went and, and did a little shopping at Costco, and then from Costco I went on to the airport, uh, which is about an hour, hour and a half drive from there, find my daughters, pick them up, 
uh, get them in the car and now I have to take them all the way back to the bridal shower which is another hour and a half the other direction uh, and I do that it's great seeing my daughters I haven't seen them in a while um, so we get back I get them to the bridal shower drop them off and I go home and by this time I'm just not feeling great at all and I get home I think I picked up a little takeout food on the way uh, and then ate it at home, watched a little TV, and then I'm just exhausted, and I decided to go to sleep. Well, as I'm getting undressed for bed, I'm starting to shake uncontrollably, and I'm just freezing cold. Uh, and so I, you know, throw on my pajamas, and I get in bed, and I kind of drift off to sleep, and I'm shaking, and I'm kind of delirious, and Nobody's at home at this point. I'm I'm all by myself. Uh, Grandpa's off at a, for a short stay at the nursing home, and, and I'm by myself, just me and the dog, and I'm just shaking, just shivering. And this is about eight or nine o'clock. They get home around eleven, and I'm trying to get their attention, but I'm upstairs in bed, and I do not want to get out from under the covers because I'm just freezing. Anyway, it turns out I had a very high temperature, uh, you know, I don't know, 101, 102, something like that. And so I've got a wedding to perform in two days, and I realize that I have the flu, right? I have come down with the flu. This is flu season. I happen to get it two days before the wedding. Uh, and so I, I, uh, Next morning, I, I call uh, the girl who's to be married, and, and, or maybe I messaged her, I don't remember, but anyway, let her know that I think I had the flu. Um, would you consider letting so-and-so do the wedding uh, if I do have the flu? So I told her I was going to go to the doctor and find out. And blah, blah, blah. Anyway, it turns out I had the flu. We had to get a stand-in, a good friend of mine. Who's been on the podcast actually back in the very very early days we did a uh i think i think it maybe he wasn't on the podcast no we were on the way to his wedding but he was not himself on the podcast um we did a four four guys four guys on the way to a wedding podcast i don't remember what we called it anyway we were talking about marriage at that point anyway so yeah i had the flu i had to I had to not go to the wedding, so I could not perform the ceremony. Uh, I also was supposed to perform at the reception. I couldn't do that. Uh, very good people stood in on both occasions, uh, and uh, I, I think the wedding went off without a hitch. Everything went well, but I missed one of the biggest events of the of the decade, probably for at least for our community. Um, and yet, and yet, without me, it went off great. It went off just fine. There were there were people who stepped in and stood up. Uh, one of whom was a uh, believer. He performed the wedding. He's a local missionary named Joel. Um, <clears throat> and the person who sang for me. She got a call like the day before and said she would do it. And she, it was just one song and the song that probably she 
was somewhat familiar with, but she stepped in and, and did the song, and she's a professional singer, a good friend of mine, and uh, she's, she's not a uh, Christian, um, but in both cases, uh, somebody did something to cover my, uh, my weakness, and uh, yeah, one Christian, one non-Christian, and it was... It was great knowing that that my absence didn't, you know, didn't just destroy everything. Um, now it wasn't great that I, you know, put the bride and groom through the stress of that, you know, especially those couple minutes. Um, but, you know, um, yeah, I think I think there's there's lessons to be learned there that that sometimes we think we are much more important in a process, but, but God will use other means uh, to, to cover our weaknesses, right? And it may be Christians, and it may be non-Christians, and, and you know, he, he, will, he will work with, with, I think, people who are open to him, uh, no matter what, and bring about bring about good results and good things, and and I feel like that's what happened in this situation. Uh, and uh, yeah, so that was my Christmas New Year's. But the the bad part of the worst part of it, I suppose, was that I had to uh, be in bed and isolated from my daughters who had flown all the way from Hawaii to be with us for Christmas. And so I was really able only to spend two or three days uh, quality time with them uh, toward the end of my convalescence. Um, and that saddened me. Uh, Christmas kind of didn't... Uh, uh, it wasn't the same as it's been in past years. But, you know, Christmas, if you've lived very many years, you know that Christmas evolves with the age of your kids and your own age and becomes different things, and we still, you know, we still had a good time together, we were able to do some things we wanted to do, and, and spend some time together, and it was quality time, so, yeah, uh, it's been a really odd couple of weeks, um, and finally, yeah, finally I feel like I'm recovering, I'm starting to get over, you know, that cold, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know that I've been kind of fighting something for months, uh, some kind of, uh, congestion, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's been interesting. Another thing that's happened this year that, that, that to me is, uh, shows promise, so that, that couple getting married, and I think they're the hope that they bring to our gathering, I think, through that is a, is a great thing. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, the other thing <clears throat> is, uh, and I don't know if this is going to happen, but some very dear friends of ours, one one uh, girl who was a part of our, I'd say, loose uh, house church, church Christian community here for a long time. She was she was baptized in this area, and we've we've known her for probably I don't know 
a lot of years, anyway. Uh, and her husband, and she's got two kids now. Um, they may be relocating down to this area, and that's very exciting for us, uh, and joining our community. They're, they are missionaries in another part of Japan, and uh, we've been kind of half recruiting and hoping that they would join us for many years, but it looks like uh, this year is the best prospect yet, but we'll see, you know, we'll see. They still have yet to make a final decision. Um, but anyway, e even so, uh, that has kind of pumped in some new life and, and energy into us while they were here over the holidays discussing the uh, prospects with us. And, um, they're both very, very good people, and they've got the cutest kids you ever saw. And so, yeah, we'll, you know, we'll we'll see how that turns out, works out. Um, but that's something that uh, could possibly happen this year. Uh, and even even when you know something, when the the possibility of something like this comes up, it kind of brings the community together again to assess who we are what we have to offer and and what people could possibly add or bring into the mix that would be good uh, and and uh, that that helps us kind of reevaluate where we are as a team and we do have a team here you know I, I we are a, a super hands-off uh, chill if you will uh, team, but we're a team nonetheless, and and we've we 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 are doing something here um, that hopefully uh, will bring people the the joy of the kingdom into their lives, um, and we we sometimes we hit the mark, and sometimes we miss the mark, and, and sometimes selfless and sometimes we're selfish and, and uh, we don't agree on everything but at the end of the day uh, we're family you know we're family we're a team and we're committed to each other and, and I, I was able to get that uh, that kind of uh, confirmation uh, during this last week uh, this process of, of talking with this couple and also meeting with our team, uh, and uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's been it's been a really good time, and I and I feel rejuvenated because of that. Maybe more than anything else that's happened uh, in the last two weeks. <clears throat> uh, so. You know, we have we have this thing called New Year's resolutions, and I, and I think I've talked about this in the past, and I don't remember what I talked about. I'd have to go back and see what I believed last year about New Year's resolutions. Uh, what do you think? Is it are New Year's resolution resolutions uh, good or bad? And maybe we should have New Year's revelations. That would be uh, perhaps uh, much better. Um, but yeah, how, how do you feel about New Year's resolutions? Do you make them every year? Do you make them some years? Uh, do you make attainable goals or do you make nearly impossible goals? Uh, and what are, the, what are the benefits or uh, detriment detriments that you feel like you receive from that process? Um, 
I've had years where where I refuse to make New Year's resolutions, um, and uh, that mm, uh, is a way you should go. I think if your conscience takes you that direction, uh, because I think New Year's resolutions. Uh, oftentimes feed into the system of shame and guilt um, <clears throat> because oftentimes we we make resolutions again on an arbitrary day it's just you know why why New Year's why not do it uh, you know on uh, March you know 9th or you know whatever you know uh, July uh, 14th why, why January 1st? Um, but there is a sense of, you know, a whole year is in front of us. We have a, a very acute sense of time and the passing of time as, as humans bound by time and, and, and age uh, and seasons. Um, there are different ways that, that in nature mark, mark the time. So I guess we take advantage of that natural cycle of events uh, and, and try to add self-improvement to that. I suppose the problem with even the, the term self-improvement is, is that you need to improve, right? And that, that desire to get better at something, whether it's uh, to get better at your eating habits or, or get better uh, at your study habits or, or your prayer life, uh, that desire to do something better uh, than you have in the past, uh, I think is never going to yield the results that you desire. Uh, and that's because... I believe now, uh, and and it's confirmed the more and more I look on Jesus that self transformation isn't possible. Only love transforms. Love is the only transforming power in the universe that will transform you to good. I think hate, and pain, and suffering. When it's devoid of love, pain and suffering, of course, hate is devoid of love, but I think that transforms you the opposite direction into a worse and worse version of yourself. <clears throat> but if you want to get to a better version of yourself, trying to do better, right, trying to change your behavior uh, doesn't work. It doesn't work in the long run doesn't yield permanent results. Uh, and we can debate, you know, what permanent means, and that's fine. Um, but I think, I think what does, uh, what does uh, show results is love accepted over time. And love, I'm not talking about self-love. I'm talking about realizing that Jesus, uh, 
Christ, the Christ, the Savior, the Messiah, the, the Anointed One, Creator of the Universe, the, the Fount of all knowledge, uh, the, the Source of living water, the Source of life itself, He accepts you and loves you the way you are now. No matter what you do today or tomorrow or what you've done in the past, <clears throat> He loves you the same. There's nothing you can do that will cause you to lose His love or to increase His love. Because He loves you completely, He cannot love you more than He does in this moment right now. He loves you. It's not because of the good things you've done or your winning personality, not because of your uh, abilities, your talents. Uh, it's not because of any of that. He loves you because you're His child. You belong to Him. You are His begotten. And everyone belongs to Him. And there's nothing you can do that will make Him love you more. And He's proven His love by coming, taking on flesh, becoming a human being all of the limitations and weaknesses that we have being crucified though he did nothing wrong right being being executed as an innocent man in order to show us how much he loves us and the knowledge the knowledge that he loves you without condition is the force that can transform you into a better and better version of yourself. So if you want to make a New Year's resolution, my advice to you would be that you resolve to look on Jesus more. To try to understand Him more to go more into depth of who he is and how he feels and acts for you. What does that look like? Right? What does Jesus look like? Who is Jesus? Who is Christ? Right? The anointed one of God. Who is God the Father? Yahweh. Who is he? What's he like? And what does he think of you? And because he died for you while you were still in your sin, because he died for you knowing that you would be full of sin, that we would have bad thoughts, bad thoughts and do bad things, because he died for you while you were in that state, you know, you can know without a doubt that he loves you. 
knowing that you are accepted no matter what you do. That's how we know what love is. How do we know what love is? That Christ died for us. How do we know who God is? How do we know that God is love? Because Jesus died for us. God came to earth, became a man, lived a difficult life, did good things for all he met, never did bad things, never sinned, never took life.
right? Let's focus on Jesus. Focus on Jesus. How much does he love you? Tell yourself that over and over. No matter what I just thought, no matter what I just did, it did not change the way Jesus thinks about me. He's not upset with me. He's not angry with me. He takes joy in me. And he is supremely confident that his love will have its effect and his work will be finished in me. And I think it will be finished in you and I think it will be finished in everyone, given time. And Jesus is not bound by time. He has all the time in the world. So I'm gonna leave it right there. I wish you uh, the peace of Christ that surpasses all understanding. I wish you freedom from the powers that oppress you, freedom from guilt, freedom from shame, freedom from anger, and I wish you a fresh, fresh, can't even say it, a fresh revelation of Jesus Christ this year.